Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the Shoes Biscuit podcast. I'm back. I had a, I had a break. I had a, I had a week off, guys. All right, chill out. Commander, I'm allowed to have a break now and again. I've worked so hard. Um, we did the, um, the Battle of Shrewsbury and the Mile of Smiles all in one weekend. And that content, I was like, we can drip feed that for the next two weeks while, so I can have a break. And we did Legoland and Warwick Castle and all sorts. We went out and just really enjoyed myself. That doesn't sound like a break. <laughs> <laughs> Not your kind of thing? Yeah, it's good. It's just hard work, isn't it? School holiday hard work. School holiday is... Uh, my wife has been amazing because um, she's just found so much for our Timmy to do, to go out there and do. Today he's gone to club again. Um, part of the uh, Shrewsbury Up and Comers, they have like uh, football camps and activity camps and stuff. Nice, yeah. Um, there's a beavers and we've been taking him away. It's been really, really cool. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and you've brought your little one today. And yeah, so how, how's that? How's your summer been? Oh, it's, it's been great. Um, I'm trying to think what Pearl's done. <laughs> I've been really busy. Because we're, I'm divorced, so she spends time with her dad as well. So whenever she's with her dad, I try to cram everything in. Yes. And then when she's with me, I bring her along to meet you. Yes. Thank you very much, and I appreciate that. Um, what's, what's, what's your name again, sorry? Pearl. Pearl. Pearl's just sat there. She's listening to her music. I tried to find a, an aux in so she can listen to our conversation and a microphone actually because you're, you're a great talker. We've been chatting for the yeah. five minutes. She's a talker. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, today we're coming from uh, Daily Brews uh, up in, in the town square there. Um, I was looking for a venue and very happily said they'd accommodate us. So there's going to be grinders going on. You can hear the hustle and bustle of a cafe. Um, and I found this is one of my favorite places to come and sort of disappear and edit. They've mm. got like a USB lead inputs and stuff on the do- top mm. of the chairs and places you can plug in your laptop and stuff so I like to come here and I call it being socially antisocial because I come here be around people yeah. and then shut them out by listening yeah. to audio and stuff yeah understood and, and, and Cherie last time we spoke was at Drawn right the yeah. Drawn how, yeah. how was that for you it was amazing really really good so needed um, after being in lockdown just seeing fellow artists and the public Shrewsbury yeah. was well they came out and they were really supportive and just just lovely it was really lovely I think it was at that stage where people were just really grateful just to be out there wasn't yeah. it you know, um, and I felt that I mean there was a bit of anxiety I'm not going to lie of being out there I mean when we were doing the Battle of Shrewsbury and stuff it was um, when we were watching the, the actual battle take place yeah. you know the, the people were getting really close yeah. and it was almost like festival style and I was yeah, kind of like yeah. oh it's the first time this has happened I for know, a while right. it's quite intimate you know yeah um, oh thank you that's my uh, latte you. oh that's needed I'll Absolutely. talk more when I've drank this I'm yeah. not sure that's a good thing you've um, got one on the way yeah I've got one here um, thank you very much thank you thank you thank you I'm gonna I'm not pouring fruit shoot into this this is <laughs> This is a mocha shot, a keto-friendly mocha shot. Okay. It does look like he's adding a little shot to his... Yeah. Uh, Don't go pouring fruit shoot into your uh, it's in a, coffee, it's guys. It's in a purple yeah. fruit shoot <laughs> Well, you know, got to be economically friendly and stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Cherie, where does, where does everything begin for you? Is, like, art, where do artists come from? This is what I want to understand is... Can you, can you force yourself to be an artist or are you just an artist? Do you know what I mean? Uh, there's that quote, isn't there? Artists are, ch- are children that never grew up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. It's all about play and, and being, having that license to use your imagination, right? Yeah, and it's, uh, it's being brave enough not to be pulled into just the daily grind of doing something. It's being brave enough to go outside of that. Um, and do stuff that might not get recognised, but 
doing it because you love it. Ah, okay, yeah. Because where, where does it begin for you? How did, you know? Um, I, I, when I was at school, I used to get, you know, like they'd say, well, can you draw this for me? And I realised then that I had something that was a bit special because if we had something to draw in class, my mates would all say, can you do it, can you do it, do it for me? And uh, <laughs> uh, I guess that was my thing. You know, some kids are good at sport. I wasn't. So um, that was that was my thing. And I realised that if I, that was the, my best bet in life was to focus on something that I was good at. So that's why oh, That's began. really good because there's some people, you know... I've spoken to artists and uh, you know people that are brilliant at making being creative, but there's always that like, oh, I need to go and be a lawyer, or I need to go and mm. be a doctor, or you know, I can't yeah. do this. It's not going to pay the bills. My mom and dad don't agree. Like, was there ever any of that for you? Was there was a careers advice. Um, I wanted uh, the lady said to me, it's hard to be, it's hard to be an artist. So you know, perhaps you'd be better going down the fashion route, which I was interested in anyway. But uh, she said that's more of a career. So I was a frustrated, well, I love fashion, but I always wanted, I always tried to bring it to the art side. I was a fashion illustrator, and, uh, but I was frustrated for many years drawing shirts um, for Moss Bros, uniforms. Wow. For uh, the body shop. It's quite a claim, though, to be able to say you worked for Moss Bros, you know? Yeah, yeah. I was a um, design assistant for a few years down in uh, St. John's Wood. South London, well, sort of, almost so. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've got about. I can certainly say that. <laughs> so, what does that, what, the mindset of somebody that's in a job that is great, it's got a great, you know, you put that in your CV and everybody will, wow, okay, that's yeah. a great thing, but you're frustrated in that job. Yeah, you know, I used how- to go in on a Saturday and uh, I got a nice job for All Saints, the clothing company, and I'd go in at the weekend and I'd be using the photocopy and I'd be sort of sweating because I thought, if anybody comes in, I'm not doing the work for this job. I was moonlighting. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're so, kind of doing little bits on the side and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I heard, um, I, I interviewed, this is, wow, this is a poll from a few years ago. I, I, I interviewed Frank Quitely, who's um, a comic book artist. He draws a lot of Superman and stuff. Yeah. It's a grinder. I said they would be there. <laughs> this is when I drink my tea. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh <laughs> we spoke to Frank Quitely, who was, um, he's an, an, an artist for Superman mm. DC. He's mm. very famous. And um, he, the reason why he goes into the name as Frank Quitely is that was a pseudonym because when he was younger, growing up in broad Scotland, you know, being, a, <laughs> being an artist, it's not a thing for a guy, you know, it's not a thing that guys do. So he, he used the, um, the pseudonym Frank Quitely because that was that he was born, you know, that was the era. Yeah. It wasn't a thing for guys to do, you know. Yeah, I love quite, that. I love it. It's brilliant. Yeah. So obviously, quite frankly, Frank. Yeah, Frank yeah, yeah, Frank yeah, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how did you, how did you, t- you know, taking the brave bold step to move away from fashion to do what you want to do well it was kind of after having uh, my daughter actually yeah. I, um, I moved from Dalston to Shrewsbury which was quite epic in itself um, and uh, having a child I do tend to think you lose yourself a little bit because you have to devote all your time to uh, an, a little person yes and uh, so then I could kind of come back and think well who, who do I want to be do I want to be the person I was before or this is an opportunity? So I went to Manchester and did a MA, which was very deep. <laughs> Lots of why are you doing this? There was some tears. Um, oh, and, yeah. then, uh, and then I came back. I came back and Luxury did this because I realized I had been doing a lot of work without people knowing I was doing it. So 
I'm really proud of my kickers t-shirts for example kickers mm. yeah with the I drew the kickers boot and it was repeated in, as wallpaper as t-shirts it's awesome um, wow that's fantastic yeah I loved that project but nobody knew I did it you know and this it, is the thing isn't it yeah. you know um, speaking to like Charlie Adler I don't know speak mm. to and he's like I can walk through a comic con and people won't will walk past yeah. me and they'll go straight to um, a star from The Walking Dead, but they walked straight past Charlie Adlard. I saw him out jogging somewhere the other day. Though, oh, I, thought, him out I thought, oh, there's Charlie Adlard, so he doesn't get away with it around here. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, not around here, no. Um, so are you from Shrewsbury originally? or Ludlow School. Oh, right, okay. Mm. Um, although I was, born, no, there's the, I was born in Swindon, which I can't claim to know much about, but I'm not from these parts officially. Oh, okay. Although I did have quite a strong accent when I first went down to London, I had a bit of stick for that. What is the Shrewsbury accent, though? I mean, I've, I, 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 I listen to know. conversations. It's a bit of both. I've heard the um, "Hello, yeah, I'm from Shrewsbury." <laughs> and I've heard, you know, just the plain "I'm from Shrewsbury." Well, I think people from Shrewsbury are just well spoken. They're just yeah. nicely, calmly spoken. You know, um, yeah. Um, there's something in the water, though. People always tend to come back. There's a lot mm. of creativity here. People do mm. tend to go away, make a thing. Mm you know do a thing elsewhere and then come back to shoes what do you think it is that pulls people back in well i know from experience um i had a, a clothing line and i was selling i was doing well i was selling in top shop but inevitably i had spare stock and my mum said i'm going to open a shop in shrewsbury and i'm going to use your spare stock because why not you know and uh, so i obviously couldn't bear not to get involved in that um, so I kept coming back and coming back and then I started to realize that the community or just people that came into the shop and I chat and I you didn't get that in London you know I didn't even know my neighbors um, well if I take a picture while we're doing this no go for it so <laughs> I, I don't know if I can talk and uh, <laughs> I just go and laugh oh hang on I've been photobombed by my daughter <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I love it. Um, so yeah, you, you came back because of that then? Well, yeah, I, ju I just didn't enjoyed the the people, basically. I've heard that so much. <laughs> and you know, I spoke to Jamie Russell, who's a local um, author, going by the book Skywake, guys. It's oh yeah. yeah, talking about that book, Pearl, Skywake. Skywake, yeah, yeah Jamie Russell, he came on my show, he's a great guy. It is a great book. We're, 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 yeah, yeah. you're going to do an interview with him. Well, she, the, he went into their school. We've oh. got the book. I had to get it. it was very, Pearl was insistent. And I'm loving it too. You know, when you read a book and you actually enjoy it. It's I've yet to read it yet because I don't know if it's because of my six-year-old. But my 13-year-old my daughter, maybe she might enjoy it. I don't know. Well, um, yeah. Yeah. Pearl's into it. Yeah. I'll have to give it a whirl. To, <laughs> Jamie, I'm sorry I haven't read your book yet, okay, if you listen to this. But no, Jamie, I, I, I spoke to him because he's a, he's a landowner and he came up here and I was like, oh, that's an interesting concept because I, 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 I do speak to a lot of people that move away and come back and he was like, yeah. when you're in London and he's a Londoner and he goes mm. to, you know, he goes there, he's mm. head down, straight yeah, yeah. away, he knows he's there, head yeah. down, you know, don't talk to anybody, get yeah, on with it. My you know. mum would come and visit and she'd be smiling at everyone, you know, hello, <laughs> and I'd go, mum, mum, just look, don't, don't look at them, don't look them in the eye, you know. <laughs> It took me a while to shake that actually when I came up here. I had that air about me. I remember, um, I remember being a bit like, oh, but it, it's worn off now. And what's the what's the fashion industry like? As you know, for, mm. there's lots of cliche stuff in the movies and TV and yeah. stuff like. It's a dog eat dog, you know, kind of quite a hard work world. Is, did you find that? Um, Moss Bros was very male. 
I did. Um, All right, darling. Yeah, yeah, get yeah lots of men um, yeah. running the show, and I was young, uh, blonde, and it, it was tricky. I could I could recite a couple of events that, perhaps, but it's a delicate delicate thing to bring up, really. Yeah, of course. But looking back, I um I was very um. Uh, I don't know. I don't really know. I was a sort of. It's almost the secretary role, you know, working for the guys. They get you to do stuff. They can be. A, I don't want to. I don't want to say too much. But um, it was. You wouldn't get that way with that now. No. Okay. Well, I totally understand. I mean, we. we I, I always wonder how you know we, you do see this in the Devil Wears Prada and yeah. all these these movies, and I always wonder yeah. how close they ever got that. You know what I mean? But well, you know, it's. I think in magazines, I used. To, I mean, it was a different world then. If you wanted to get publicity, I'd have to go to one of the big um, publishing houses, try and get past the receptionist, get up to the floor with a magazine, and then the lift doors would open, and you'd see everybody's backs. You know, they were working on a computer, and you'd be like. We're just picking in some samples, you know. Hello. <laughs> and uh, if you got on with someone or you gelled, it was fine, you know. Um, I had an air guitar T-shirt at the time, which um, was in Kerrang. And uh, wow. I know, having been in Kerrang, it got really big. But it was a case of trying to infiltrate the magazines, which you just don't need to do so much now. It's, it's different. crazy though that you had to do that to oh, get in. Like, I can still remember my heart rate in there as the at least as the doors opened on the lift and I thought right I've got to try and find someone that can, will give me time of day here so there's Moss Bros there's Kickers there's the Kerrang Ma- so how yeah. many claims to fame do you, do you have with your well lots work? but I'm not consistent I'm like, I, I, I don't know what it is I, as soon as I've conquered something I sort of think oh what you know I suppose I don't value what I've done and then I look in for the next thing all the time yes yes I hear that <laughs> I hear that. I, I, I do speak to a lot of artists that, that, that I like that. It's, it seems like a, a, a trait where even while you're working on your current piece, you're looking at the next one, yeah, right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, I, it, it's hard to own something. I think that's the fashion in me, though, because every season you had to reinvent the wheel. You know, it was autumn, winter, spring, summer. Mm. Um, and I, that's why I shifted over to illustration, because I knew it had more longevity. It was something that people would cherish with, with fashion it was it slowed down a lot now you know it's all about slow fashion and uh, mm. calming things down but yeah i've been uh, i've been learning a lot from my, my friend eric fluger who is an amazing world famous artist and um, we've been doing this show called yelling at clouds where he, he talks mm. to me about art and we've been learning a lot about kinetic art oh i like you know, the sound of yeah, that yeah he, like, he likes uh, james joyce and all these, these amazing yeah. people and he's been he's, he's teaching me a lot actually yeah he um, sounds like he could teach me a lot when it comes to like uh, the difference between fashion and, and and graphic design or illustration, and is there a difference in what the way this art moves people? Well, my my career was blended, you know, because I I got at Mossbros I did get a lot of graphic design training, which was great, um, and then that became as strong as my art background. So quite often I'd be hired to do the art to go on the t-shirts. So I, it, it's hard to say it was just fashion, but it was like um, fashionable graphics. Um, when Maharishi was big, he used to have all the graphics on the. Do you remember the like the cargo trousers with all the embroidery up the leg and mm. the, how big that was? Um, yeah. So it's kind of art and fashion is a bit of a blur to me, really. It's not so much. I did do the. I did do the stuff where you just design the garments, but it's all it's all mixed in. It was crazy when I was growing up. I mean, I'm an 80s kid, so it was like the mm, 90s for me, um, and. Um, 
I also I never used to think we we lived in an era. But you know, you you kind of yeah. present there. You know, you had the sixties and the eighties and all these kind of the punk rock, the big hair and all this, mm. something that identifies a, an era. Oh, but we yeah. did, we did. We had the poppers trousers yeah. and you know the bright white Reebok trainers and the you know the Air, Nike Air, Nike Air, which is yeah. everywhere, Air Max and stuff. You know, we had our own dress sense. And it was then, exciting back then, wasn't it? I can still feel the buzz. Mm. I tried to make a puffball skirt in my bedroom and oh my god, it just kept going round the hem. Because to make a puffball it has to be basically a circle and then tucked under. Oh lordy. Wow, wow. <laughs> and then we got to the noughties and it was all lines. Lines, oh. lines, lines over the over the sleeve, down that big yes. <laughs> Yeah, I was doing a lot of lines at Blazer. It was like different coloured lines, yeah. And I remember thinking, God, this and Prada came out with a very sort of work where utility look so we all had to look very uh, you know bland actually mm. it toned it right down from the 80s yeah um, we were talking about these uh, Jurassic Park trainers that have just been released oh, oh. green <laughs> things of the, the the red squirt you know and I was just like I could they're cool but I'd have to buy them and put them on a shelf because my dress sense is I've got boots on. No, oh. but the, the, I, dre- I wear a lot of Converse and Vans and DC yeah, trainers, yeah. and you know, sometimes I'll, I'll be looking at a pair of Converse and be like, oh, oh, you yeah. know, they're great, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I could never, I can never pull off bright colours and. I reckon you could. When I got the red shirt on today. Yeah, but, I reckon there's no doubt you definitely could. <laughs> well. On a sunny day, I mean, when I was at the Mile of Smiles, I had a tropical shirt on and a yellow T-shirt, but that's that's a very rare thing. But um, when it when it comes to doing animation, where did you start off? What did you start working on? What what excited you so much? You need you need to get out and do this. I'm guessing you mean graphics because I dabbled in animation. Sorry, my bad. I I did, I did dabble in it, but it was there was. um, I won't go there because I only know a certain bit about it, but gra- graphic design. Yeah, graphic design, yeah, please. Um, well, it was just my way of drawing, and I was using clothes instead of paper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've got, I've got a thing here. I can, I can do this by myself. Where did you go with it? Uh, well, okay, I had a job in the East End working for local boys with a Z. <laughs> and we used to basically, oh gosh, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't say. I guess it don't matter. We used to basically rip off brands. And uh, it was an um, awful thing to do, but I was just employed to do it. And uh, it made me learn a lot again, because every day you'd have to go in and do a process of drawing graphics. And it was just the repetitive... I mean, those, that's what's good about a job. You get good at stuff, don't you? Because um, yes. I haven't worked for anyone since 2000. But when you do, you do um, the same thing so many times that it becomes ingrained in you. So I learnt um, to draw in Illustrator really quickly because I was doing it every day. But then I w- it wasn't what I wanted to do. It wasn't the person who I am. And the two guys I worked with, they both went on to amazing jobs. One went over to Puma in Germany and the other one, Levi's in Amsterdam. So we all went our own way. And uh, it was just a foundation, you know? I learned the hard way with doing gra- graphic design because I, I thought, oh, I'm really good at this. I've got affinity. I can make logos. I make my own logos and stuff, yeah, yeah. you know? Um, and then when it came to the pod aid stuff and it came to our logos, they were like, um, yeah, are your logos vectorized? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's are, they wh- it. are they what now? <laughs> are they vectorized? And I was like, yeah, sort that out. And it's, I thought it was something I could do in an hour. It took me like six or seven hours yeah. just to get everything vectorized. And I could have helped you with that, actually. Oh, bless <laughs> you. I wish I'd have known. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's, it's all a case of 
I'm learning every day. Um, so, you know, folks like yourself, graphic designers are both very inspirational, but they're also pains in the arses. Yeah, yeah, they still are, to be honest. And uh, it keeps evolving. You know, like we've got Procreate now, which is where you can draw directly onto the iPad, you know, and that wasn't around before. So, and for me, getting a bit longer in the tooth, there's always a challenge. There's always something new coming out and I have to keep putting myself through the pain barrier. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, let's talk about that. Let's go from like the physical sort of drawing on paper, tracing it, whatever, you know, your yeah. process to move into a more modern era where everything's oh. done with a PC. And, you know. and it's all about the process and showing people what you're doing. Yes. Yeah, that's the hard part. I mean, I was I want to talk to you about Twitch. I'm with, I'm I'm very I'm having to communicate what I'm doing now. Because um, whereas like I was saying before, back in the day, you take your stuff for a magazine, they mention you. Now you have to physically say this is what I'm doing. You know, and, sh- and find ways of showing people. Is that so it can be commercially reproduced or just as a workshop well, type? Pro- um, I'm an ambassador for various brands. They send me products and uh, they like me to show the public what I do with them okay so I I'm, I'm it's like I've suddenly had to be another there's an I have to learn about all this technical technological ways of sharing my work which I know to a point but oh man it's like oh, I just thought I finished learning I gotta learn some more it, it's yeah it's the same for like there's something new every day isn't it it's TikTok before yeah. that it was Snapchat and then it was <laughs> Twitch is great I mean I, I've, I've I, I, I when it comes to streaming, I used YouTube and Facebook. Um, Twitch is like something that I need to learn about myself. Maybe we need to do a little Twitch project. Yeah, we can do. Because <laughs> Twitch is, is, is a great thing because you can do many things with it. Mm. Right? You can you can use it on your Xbox and stream your gaming. You right. know, or you can go on uh, stream a podcast. Um, but it's all about... Um, how you react with your audience and mm. kind of how you build that up you know That's it's not like it's not like facebook where you get it's, it's about how many people you like mm. how yeah. many like you it's about how you interact with people um during the first lockdown i uh i used to work in an art shop in london and i made quite a few friends uh on the art tip and uh during lockdown we all hooked up and we do uh drawing sessions on on instagram live uh, which is great, but it was basically me and my friends showing everybody what we were doing, and they could comment. But I think Twitch would be the next level, mm-hmm. you know. And it's it's very much. There's so many things out there that you can use. I mean, like Streamyard, what I what I used to do my my live shows with, and what Shane did with the uh, reduced to clear the other day. The mm. so Streamyard is something I use, and you can stream to both Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, oh, wow. LinkedIn, and all these places at the same time. So we'll talk after this. Yeah. Maybe I was going to say, blowing my mind. Anybody else keeping up? Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> oh. And it's, uh, it's, I, I can't, actually cancelled my Zoom the other day. Yeah. My Zoom account's gone yeah, yeah. because oh, I, oh, use, I, see. Yeah, I just use StreamYard now because I can have meetings with it. I can record with it, stream with it. It's just fantastic. Oh, and awesome. then you have this studio set up where you can have videos, artwork, overlays, all these things ready yeah. to bring up on the screen. It's oh just so fantastic. Oh God. I can see like nervous days ahead where I'm going to have to go for it. It's very easy and I'll show you how if you like. Uh, I'll help you out. This Thank is what, you. Because that's what we're here to do ultimately, right? We're here to help people with the biscuit, with USUP, with whatever I'm working. If I can help a, cre- a creator mm, go out there and take the next step. And I can learn off you as well. You got your graphic design. I'm yeah. streaming. There we go. Um, <laughs> Deal. Yeah, so... Um, what is what is what is it you're working on now then? What is well, it you I've want got to this. I've got these products on the way um, from Colt Pens. Oh, there goes the. <laughs> and um, I actually painted with coffee granules once, you know. 
did a, an illustration of the Shrewsbury Coffee House with and used uh, coffee as paint. We were supposed to do that at the Shrewsbury Coffee House today, but um, they were closed. I was like, ah, oh, no. Mm. So, um, so very quickly I had to message the guys from yeah, Daily nice Brews. Good coffee, very oh. good coffee. That grinder has me neck in the coffee, yeah. And, and so, what was, I was babbling then, wasn't uh, I? Painting coffee beans. Yeah, you were talking um, about. Oh yeah. So I've got this artwork on the way, and um, these art materials, and I've got so many ideas. I'm kind of waiting for the end of the holidays, and I've got the product ready to go. So you'll see loads of me experimenting with different inks, pens, nice. um, dip pens, uh, just new types of paper. I'm really excited. So it's a case of me having a go to show the public what you could have a go with. Yeah, that's good. I, yeah. I mean, I like that because sometimes life gets stale. It yeah. does. You're you kind of like, I do the same thing, the yeah, same yeah. thing, humdrum. <laughs> and when somebody comes in and goes, hey, is this amazing idea? Yeah. Why don't you try this instead? Sometimes you need that, don't you? That injection of... Oh, God, yeah. But it doesn't mean to say I'm going to nail it because I won't use these materials before. So it, that's why it would be ideal for Twitch, really, just to say, look, I'm having a go. What do you reckon? What should I try? What do you think? You know, it's quite down to earth. It's not a case of me going, look at this amazing thing I've created. It's like, I'm having a go with this, you know. So it should be fun. I love videos like that. I mean, um, we spoke to Ta FB at uh, yeah, Drawn, and that. she's fantastic for stuff like that on Instagram. She's just like, look what I can do. Yeah. Da -da 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 -da. This amazing little video on Instagram. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow. She's funny with it, though, right? Isn't she? I love her little comedy <laughs> posts. The one with the carrot fingers freaked me right out. <laughs> <laughs> do you I mean obviously there's a great community of artists in Shrewsbury Shropshire yeah. um, is, is do you find that do you guys speak to each other do you take yeah. a lot from each I other I mean um, I've got another drawn lined up yes <laughs> when's that nobody knows yet because I was waiting till I've got more time September just to send out the email say who wants to get involved it's uh, the last weekend in November and I've gone for two days because it was so so many people wanted so to condensed. do condensed well so many people wanted to do the last one so I thought what I'll do this time is have two days and there'll be a changeover so that different people can come on different days and then I can get more people in rather than I love the vibe of the last one. There was about 12 people. <laughs> and um, it made it nice. You know, I don't want to make it huge, but if you wanted to come back the second day, you'd see different people. Oh, yeah, that's a really good idea. Because the town does rally behind its, its creative people. It really no, I does. I mean, it's, it's Christmas, and it's local makers, and you also get stuff at amazing prices because people are selling it direct rather than mm. wholesale, so everyone's a winner. Amazing. Mm. Um, when it comes to... Stream making things like on Twitch or whatever you wanted to do. Is there is there a case of um, trying to make sure? I, I always like to talk about the journey that you've had and the do's and the don'ts and the failures and the successes yeah. and things like that. Is there a case of let's create a new generation of artists? This is what I did. Didn't work for me. You, yeah. you know, I'm very much like that. Um, or do you think people have got to go out there and make their own mistakes? Well, yeah, I was having this conversation with my mum the other day because Pearls started getting into music and mum was just saying, let her, let her roll, you know, let her come up with her ideas, which I do, but then if I've got something to bring to the table, it's how much do you... You don't want to colour someone's mind, but yes. you want to give them a few little inspirational... It's a really interesting <laughs> idea. It's a great conversation, actually, because... I don't listen to like look, look, like radio and stuff. I listen to my playlists on my phone. So yeah. my lad is listening to a lot of Beastie Boys yeah, and nice. Linkin Park and yeah. all these kind of things that I listen to. So he loves that kind of music. But sometimes I feel like 
I should just put the radio on and let him make his own mind up. I, I don't know, you see, I feel the same, because when you hear people talk on the radio, like musicians, about their inspiration, they'll often go back to their parents, right? And mm-hmm. they'll say, this is what I listened to as I was growing up. If you gave them the broad spectrum, yeah, they'd listen to everything, but perhaps they wouldn't be so... They wouldn't have their own... I don't know, you see, it's ne- is... nature or nurture, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, they have got to make their own path, young people have. I mean, like, I remember, like, think it's... Things I used to hear around me when I was a kid used to make me cringe because that's mum and dad's music, you know? Yeah. I used to go out and find my own things. But now, later on in life, I'm like, oh, yeah. hey, that wasn't so bad, actually, you know? Oh, I'm all over the Stevie Wonder because um, I'm named after a Stevie Wonder song. Oh, really? Yeah, and I, uh, I just love... I'm well into all that. That takes me back. I like it. Nostalgia is a powerful thing. It mm. really is. My lad is getting nostalgia now, which is weird. He's six, right? <laughs> it's funny because uh, we were having dinner yesterday. And sometimes I'll throw in a bit of music quietly in the background while we're having dinner. And he'd had his food before us, because um, I, I was about to go out and do stuff. And um, so we're eating, he's in the bedroom, and I was listening to the soundtrack to um, The Greatest Showman. Oh, yeah. And that, whoa, came yeah, on. Yeah. And you could see him peeling in from his bedroom, like, <laughs> and he could, it, it clicked. And he was kind of like, oh, what's this? I hadn't heard yeah, this yeah. in a while. It was very, it's very iconic of an era, isn't it? Mm, yeah. I cried when we watched that. Yeah. We went to see the greatest showman. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's not like the cinema for years, but we went to see Free Guy. And we went to see Free Guy. Yeah. And it was really, I really enjoyed it. Have you heard of it? Yeah, with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to get him on my podcast. He's the greatest like oh comedian on the planet at the moment. But he's just co-bought Wrexham Football Club. Oh. Um, and so we're trying to get him on the show, which is going to be crazy because it's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Um, but there's a I think he's coming to Wrexham for about four weeks soon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I know people that say they've got connections. We shall see. Watch yeah. this space. Um, that would be something. That would be. But we'll be talking about football because he just bought a Welsh football club, which is very random. Very mm. random. Yeah. You know, I used to do football kits. I mentioned. Did you? What, what I did. Teams? Uh, no one likes us. We don't care. Millwall. Really. <laughs> Yeah, but I was too scared to go to the match, having done the kit, because I was a bit like, oh, it's, what was it, Isle of Dogs or something, that area of London. Wow. But, um, I might have got that wrong. Is it well. weird, like, seeing things like, um, you know, back in the day, maybe, but like, when things that you designed and seeing people walking around in them, I made that, oh my I God. did that. I, I used to <laughs> really want to follow people and photograph them if I see them wear something, and it's so uncool, you know, like, oh. I can imagine I, like and that. If, when somebody used to be on the big breakfast, I used to flip and go crazy, and I'd text my friends, put, put the TV on, put the TV on. And I, I don't know, maybe, I don't know whether I should have just left it, but I was so chuffed at the time, you know. Did you mention big breakfast? What is the link with big breakfast? Um, I went to work for, when I started working myself, one of my jobs was freelancing for a t-shirt company, and he used to literally cycle to, uh, to the media house, wherever, where, where it was in London, Camden Lock, and take them the clothes, and uh, you know Denise would wear it, or whatever. And wow. um, yeah, so I feel like yeah, I'm still in touch with her. I text us sometimes. I, I interviewed a guy called Rich Cook, who was um, a, a producer. It was, was like it was almost like the young roadie that had just got a job on Big Breakfast, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his his story was fantastic because he went on to create Pop World and now yes. he's he's, he's, yeah. an, he's an amazing guy um, he is I, I love that 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 show created yeah. so many people and there's so many stars now because yeah. they went come on come on the show it's yeah. just like a really nice feeling there do you know yeah. what I mean the thing 
having a big breakfast back, aren't they? But I think it's just a one-off or something. I don't they know. need to. It was great, yeah, great was, morning TV. It was, wasn't it? Although I think it was again of the time, but yeah, they were exciting times. But then bloody like Jeremy Kyle and stuff. You know, you got you got like fun stuff that people can enjoy. I know, you know? I know. We need that, don't we? But it was like a step up for me as well because it gone from like cartoons and kids stuff to like okay, let's learn about the you know big breakfast was kind of a good step up yeah, for me as a kid. It was me too. Yeah, yeah. it was that you kind of learnt stuff, but it wasn't didn't drag you down yeah. um, I wanted to talk to you about these these, these blooming BT boxes that, that, mm. that people have seen pictures of what? They, awesome? they are amazing and I've seen so much positivity about them yeah. because uh, we do have these BT boxes uh, strewn around the town and before they were bland brown boxes mm. how did that all happen? Did well you've got, to, you've got to credit the Shoesby bid yes um, they are fantastic they, uh, it was their idea and I just I thought fucking heck this is great and uh I got one. I have to say the cleaning of it was the the hardest so part. So you had to clean it and oh, prep it man. yourself? Oh, man, yeah. Um, it, yeah. <laughs> I didn't enjoy that. It seemed to take far too long. Just wanted to crack on with the artwork. Um, and especially as the one I've got was like by a bin. So I think it was just a little bit unloved. So yours is the one opposite the train station, right? Just no, train that sta- one's cool as well, isn't it? I think Naomi did that one. Um, okay. Mine's uh, the end of Fish Street, ah. IP Berries. Mm. So it's in a bit of a tricky place because the road is closed at certain times, so you, it's kind of hidden a little bit by the barricades. But hopefully when the road isn't, uh, you can see it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I am... Um, I, uh, yeah, I did that, but all of them are awesome, and there's still some popping up. Um, a lady did one just last week, and it looks great. I just think, I mean, it'd be nice to get a little map together, wouldn't it, for to people to. Oh find my god, them. yeah, you know that they had the tennis balls for the W60 yes, a few yes. years ago, something similar. Yeah. And um, I think Shane Chebs, Shane Chebsy and Charlie's got the comic book trail at yeah. the moment running through. I haven't been able to get out and do that yet. I've been so busy, so busy. I haven't yeah. even been able to come. It's the first time I've been in town for a very long time. Well, it's, it's not a bad time because everybody. It's weird time during the summer months. Everybody sort of dispersed, and I, I just know come September, you know, you'll feel that things are starting to move in Shrewsbury, and everyone sort of. Well, I'm going away for a couple of days. This is a weird thing, but my wife is planning to take me away for my birthday, but she, I don't know where. You don't know where you're going. And this is it's, it's, this is painful for me because I'm really yeah. excited because <laughs> my wife's doing this amazing thing. But my, listeners, you need to understand, my life is so meticulously planned through e-calendars and scheduling and you know interviews, release schedules, meetings, pod aid stuff. So when I'm like, okay, let's just go, that's really painful for me. Um, what, when it comes to... I wonder, can I just ask you if you've tried bullet journaling? Bullet journaling? Bullet journaling, or bujo, as it's What's called. What's that? It's, um, well, I've got into it because I work at the at right here uh, part-time now and then, and uh, where they sell the art materials in town. Okay. And uh, they sell bullet journals, although we've sold out now. But um, what I got chatting to some of the customers about it, and they're like, you've got to try it. So it's, I'm trying it. It's, um... Oh gosh, how can I say? It basically brings together all your calendar, your diary into one form where you uh, sort of condense your daily jobs down and then you have little little symbols for each job. Oh, okay. Um, so like give yourself a key for the day? Like. Yeah, and it's just, oh, I could show you my bullet journal, but it'd be really boring on a podcast, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we'll compare diaries after yeah, this. Like, right. I don't even think I've got mine with me today, which is sacrilege. There's that coffee grinder again. And, I, I, you know, I, I do apologise that we've got this noise in the background. But at the, sa- at the same time, I think it's beautiful. 
because it's a lovely, uh, Shrewsbury is lovely a coffee. coffee shop culture. Mm. Um, so I like bringing these noises. We, we are on talks at the moment trying to bring a, uh, get a studio. Um, we did have one in the parade. Um, we were making use of the empty units, but they ran out of empty units, oh. so we had to move away. But I could do with a space as well. Perhaps we can find one together. Yeah, well, that would be great. I mean, like you got the English uh, English Bridge workshops where there's mm. so many different artists going. Why not create a place where media people can come together, okay. podcasts, vloggers? Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. I keep looking at the flax mill fondly, thinking what's going to become of those. Spaces? I need to get my butt over to the flax mill because mm. there's so much great stuff mm. going on there at the moment, especially with the, the design, like taking um, a historical building mm. and then reinstalling that heritage and as well as these brand new ideas I think yeah. there's a really sexy idea uh, me too <laughs> <laughs> I'm all over it but you know yeah. I'm small fry so um, what are you working on at the moment obviously you've got the pen stuff I mean we, we well, talked about that is there, is there anything that you like you've got oh, commissions and you've got things that you want to do yeah I've got my new range which I've got in my head and in my bullet journal and I just need to get it down. I'm, I, I'm dying to do it. But I um, just keep thinking, right, some, some holidays, Sheree, your hands are tied a little bit. Just uh, just get through those. And then, I'm um, writing down bullet journal. Yeah, do. <laughs> Definitely do. Um, you can make it what you want, a bullet journal. Um, Pearl's, Pearl's got a scholarship to Oswald Street School, which... Um, she's excited and nervous about she's got a design scholarship so that's we were just talking about that we were just talking about that while you were getting coffee she was saying she's going to which I think is fantastic because um, there's so much you can do with that isn't it Mm. yeah exactly again it's like how much oh I'm I'm excited and scared for it too so um, that's a new chapter for us so I'm thinking right okay when she goes there that's my time to get on with my new range get Mm. it sorted you'll see it drawn and uh and wholesale too I did a lot of wholesale you know I sold in Urban Outfitters and Papersmiths but during lockdown it's not been right to do wholesale really because you don't know what the situation is like on the high street so I've been selling direct from my website which is really great I love it when people actually order direct from me it's always like wow this is is something I wanted to look at because I'd love to start selling like biscuit merch you know I want there's an idea at the moment that I'm working on, um, but I don't know how to get along. Maybe we can talk afterwards. But yeah. I definitely want to start selling like T-shirts and hats and things. But like, it, like I said, printing things off wholesale. Like, oh yeah, I've got like five mm. boxes of T-shirts. Can't shift them. Oh, I know. You know. Yeah. yeah. Well, you open a little shop down Grope Lane, like I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you told me about that shop in Grope Lane. What was that? Oh. Um, uh, when I moved back from London, my mum started it, and then we did it together. It was called, well, it started off calling right, <laughs> and then it was called Number One Grove Lane. Uh, very typical of me, I couldn't stick to one thing. But we had a lovely cult following. People used to come from all around. We gave away Vice magazine, which was controversial in itself. But people would come and just... I still know people say to me, I remember your shop, and I love that. The people in Shrewsbury are so sentimental, aren't they? Mm. They do remember the, the things that they enjoyed when they were younger, you know? Yeah, we used to sell lots of sort of bows with skulls on and and funky jewellery. I, I don't know, it was a, it was a shop, and it was just, it had a life of its own. Actually. A little bit of everything. There was there was one on, on High Street that was um, that's just closed, actually, and they'd, they'd sell, like, huge statues of dragons. Are you and Pandora's box? Pandora's box, that's it, yeah, I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> Yeah, they've just closed, and I walk her in there. And there'd be 
anything you want. Yeah. You know, it was just... I love shops like that. Yeah, yeah. Your mind just wonders. I think you'd have loved our shop, actually. We had an old Space Invaders machine. Oh, yeah. And it was basically it like a TV inside a big box. But, you know, it was, it was a cool game. But when you looked at the makeup of it, it was insane that it was so basic. I was, I was chatting to my lad the other day. I'm sorry to take... He was like, oh yeah, in the game in Wrexham, because I live in Wrexham, um, they, they let you play on the, the, the consoles now, and they, they, they do tournaments and stuff. Oh, yeah, I was like, yeah. hey kid, what if I told you, <laughs> you've always done that. <laughs> so weird. It's like, an amazing new idea, they're letting you play the games now. I'm like, yeah, they've yeah, always yeah, done yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> the old, old concepts become new again, you know. And I think there's something, something to be said about that. Well, that's, I mean, a lot of my clothing brand was built on nostalgia. I had like a Space Invader, um, just quirky things that people could identify with. The, the geek culture, which I'm very, very proud to be a part of, mm. is very much like, geeks were always considered as like, you know, the, yeah. the nerds and the, yeah, yeah. No, but, but now nice. they are king, absolutely king. I like, I like geeks. They're usually very clever and underestimated. I think so too. And you, know, when I was when I was growing up in my you know sort of teens, twenties, I'd never think of walking around in a Sonic the Hedgehog T-shirt or something. Yeah. Whereas now you can definitely do that, oh, and you yeah. can make a lot of money if you're going to make merch like that. Yeah, you know? I, I did the uniforms for the Trocadero when they had the um, Sonic uh, Sega World. Wow. Yeah, and we we all got to go and hang out, and it was really odd. It was this Sega World. It, I mean, it was on. It was like a shopping centre just just for Sega, but it's. It's long gone now. I saw pictures of like um, one of the first sort of E3, um, you know, like you have Comic Con, don't you? Yeah, E3 yeah. is like the game version of it, and it's just, it's like it is like a mall, you know, a mall, and there's like a yeah. Dream, I think it's Dreamcast, Xbox, you know, yeah. original Xbox. Whereas now it's spread out across a whole, like yeah. different buildings for different things, and shows you how, how how quickly things have grown. And that's all graphic design. That's that, that is like. Yeah striking images like video games are just yeah. one of those things that you, you've got about half a second to sell someone mm. you know on where, how something looks if you're going to sell a new Halo game those first five seconds of the, of the trailer have got to mm. look striking and beautiful Absolutely. you know it's, it's crazy how quick things move I mean we would, with Eric with yelling at clouds that I was telling you about um, we did we covered a movie called The Founder which is with Michael Keaton and it's about the founding of McDonald's one. Yeah. And it was just a crazy thing for him to be like, yeah, yeah we're going to do this. I was like, why? And he was like, when you see that golden, those golden yeah. arches, you see that M, what do you do? You get hungry. Yeah. It's kinetic art, baby. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, he's just so brilliant. I know. I'm, not, I'm, so, I'm lapping this up. This is great. Yeah, well, it's graphic design. This is what yeah, you yeah. do. You know, yeah. that's, that's the important of it. You know, Pearl going to do that, it, it, to be part of, some, of a machine. That, I know, but it's also, also, if you're so aware, it's overwhelming. Sometimes a little bit of naivety just to get to get going is good. Otherwise, the potential can kind of cripple you. Yeah, it, 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 I think it's about, like, I'm not I'm, I'm not a graphic designer, but I've done bits of, gra- I've done, like, so Shane Chebsey, who I've worked with before, mm. I'd send him a logo. I'd be like, what do you think of this? He'd be like, that line doesn't belong there. Why have you used two different colours there? You've got two t- typefaces. It's disgusting. I yeah. hate it. In a, in a Shane Chebsey polite way. Yeah. And I'd have to start again. <laughs> yeah. You know? You've got to take Some it. people have just got the eye for it. I mean, my weakness is typography. And I really admire people that have got the patience and the time to look at the lettering and maybe change it, make it their own. You know, mm. that's just, that's not me. It's like when I do street art. 
the typography is, I have to use a stencil because there's no way I can spend hours, you know, drawing out letters. It's not my style. Yeah. But the people who can, I really, really respect that. And that's the thing, isn't it? You know, when you, when you, when you look at art, I think I wrote here, um, where is it? Um, is art not a calling, whether it be fashion, animation, music, etc.? Because, you know, art is such a vast thing. If it moves you, it's art, right? Well, if I don't do something creative, I go a little bit narky. I think I've come to realise that I used to have a reminder on my phone every day, meditate, meditate, and every day I wouldn't do it. But then I started to realise that drawing or indulging myself in whatever I was working on is actually my form of meditation. So it doesn't matter that I'm not doing my Headspace app bit every day, as long as I get to draw. And I'm trying to work into my day, like... Um, especially once Pearl's at school, perhaps do a drawing before I launch into all my jobs. You know, just something to lose myself yeah. in. And I think when you've got that in you, you have to vent it, otherwise you do become a little bit I of I think a it's so important. And I, I'm the same, I'm the absolute same as you. And it's Kat Merrick from Breathe Dance Yoga. Um, I, I always mention her because she, she was she's like... Great. She's great. I've had a class with her before. She's fantastic. And she talks about how the, this podcasting thing that I do is meditation. I was like, what? Yeah. And it's true. About... 50 or so people have walked past us while we've been having this conversation and we haven't paid attention to one of them because we've been so engrossed in this conversation and that's the power of what we're doing right now yeah. it's, it is it's, it's weird how it works but i think it's great and this is the first time i've done an interview in about two weeks like you know and i've i had I have no shame in saying I had serious anxiety this morning. I was like, oh my God, because you come into a coffee shop, everybody's watching you, you got to get all this yeah. stuff out, set it all up, then you got to do an interview in front of people. I've seen a couple of people I actually know um, walk past and I'm just like, you yeah, know, it's yeah. weird. I want to take a, a snap, actually. I was thinking a minute ago, I need to catch this because you look awesome. It looks oh. just the whole setup. It's great. <laughs> well, it's all these wires. I need to get a wireless setup. You know, um, we're waiting for funding at the moment. Hopefully, fingers crossed. I don't, you know, I might edit that out, actually, because <laughs> as, as honest as I am on the show, I, I don't want to be able to, yeah, we need money. We're broke. But we're waiting for, hopefully, we're better funding so we can get some better equipment and look even sexier. Oh, do I don't. It's pretty sexy. Oh, I'm good at these setups set then. <laughs> With, um, with the world opening again, obviously we've got the, the food festival, we're going to be there. We've got um, the folk festival going to mm. be there. These, these are opportunities, aren't they, for, mm. for artists to go and sell or to yeah, go and yeah. be part of. Um, Absolutely, Are you yeah. guys feeling that as a community? Well, I was at Turtle Dove's head office the other day. I was seeing Gary's amazing. Have you? I don't know, I shared some pictures of it. Uh, Gary's a mural artist. He did the Seven Social and Frank... And in Franklin, he's done the Ancones inside. Anyway, big flamingo. I love it. Oh, my God, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah, well, you should wait and see what he's done at Turtle Dove's office. Oh, it's off the scale. Um, anyway, I went to see him, and they and Turtle Dove's are going to be at the Folk Festival, and they apparently they always do it, and they always have a great time. I can hear it where I live, but I've never been. I'm right opposite on across the river. I, I mean... I can't wait to go. It's going to be because we we can't have a, a studio set up because it's too big. Mm. So I'm going to be walking around with microphones. Hello, word for the biscuit, you know. <laughs> and I hate doing that stuff. I hate it, hate it, hate it because yeah. you're stopping people in their tracks. That's the worst thing I hate. But when I have a studio, and I'm like, would you like to come on the show? That's different. Shoving a mic in someone's face. I don't think anyone minds. It's yeah. the trouble is if they don't know. I suppose if they think you're just 
trying to sell them something. But if they know what you're about, then they'd be well happy. It was a, a young child that actually inspired me. It was at the, um, do you remember the driving festivals that they were doing? Yeah, yeah, I could uh, hear them I, as well. Yeah. I get it all kind of just because I live nearby. <laughs> they were so good. And I, was, I, I did some interviews, but I was like, I need to speak to some like some people mm. that are there, some of the, 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 the audience. So I was asked, do you want to come on the biscuit? No. Do you want to come on the biscuit? No. And I was just getting so like, embarrassed 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 yeah. and then I, I kind of snapped and I was kind of like I'm not doing this anymore I was like would anybody like to come on the biscuit I was waving yeah. my arm would you like to come on would you like to come on would you like and in the background I, I heard this one kid in the background went oh come on oh really oh yes and I turned around and there's this family and I walked over to them and I was like would you mind if I spoke to your child you know vulnerable person He's like, oh yeah yeah of course so we, I spoke to this, this this kid and the family the guy three cars down so I was doing this and if he was like I'll come on to yeah. I'll come on to that kid oh my gosh. inspired me to be like sometimes you just got to be out there it's, it's, you know? it's hard though isn't it doing creative work it grinds you down sometimes I mean oh, and at the end of the day it's just keeping going because some, nobody there's, sometimes there's no recognition there's no nothing um, but it's just picking yourself up and keeping going is what keeps you in the game you know, that's just really inspiring. The audience can't see it. I just lean back. I was like, you're so right because I'm struggling so much right now because I'm working so hard, like 24-7, every single day. There's no, like, there's a nine to five and then there's doing what I'm doing now, which is just ridiculous hours, editing, writing emails, not getting responses, writing more emails, not getting responses. And it's, I said to my wife this morning, I was like, nothing's going right. And she was like, Phil Gillum just released a, a post talking about how amazing your podcast was. I was like, okay, but... And she was yeah. like, no, like, things are yeah. working. But in my head... That's what I was saying earlier about not owning your success. I'm, I'm frustrated because I'm, you know, I'm trying to push this thing. Pod yeah. Aid, I want it to be something that will inspire and grow next year and, and you know, create yeah. positive outlook. I'm what feeling we do. it. And I really think when every, you know, when the summer's over and everybody comes back, you know, and just gets on, and then it'll really thrive. You know, we'll all tune in. It's, it's a weird time during the summer. We're all sort of trying to keep things going, but nobody's really here. Do you know what I mean? Uh, we've we've taken a knock in our listeners, but I think that's because a lot of parents are, a lot of people going mm. away. Yeah. A lot of people listen to our commute and stuff. There's a lot of parents with their kids at the moment, like my wife and my girls at the moment. Yeah. Um, so they haven't got time to listen. Yeah. But they're, they're Back. I know they will. Yeah, no. um, Sheree, we've been going for 50 <laughs> minutes now. I'm loving it. Yeah, it's it's great. nice. I'm just I about to finish my coffee. I, the reason I, I've spoken to you is because we spoke at the, the, if the listeners remember the episode we did at Drawn. I think I spoke to you for about seven or eight minutes. And, and we were like, all masked up, weren't we? It was we a bit. Up, yeah. <laughs> I, I like, it's, it's so, it is weird not being masked up anymore. Yeah. You know? I know. It's such a strange time. It's hard to know whether you should or you shouldn't. We're sort of in limbo, aren't we? You know, some people are self-conscious and obviously nervous, so you want to make them feel at ease. And then everybody else, you know, is like, oh, we've moved on, or have we moved on, you know? I saw this uh, horrible footage of some guy in New York. He went up to some guy on the the tube, and he's like, why the F are you wearing a mask? You shouldn't be wearing a mask, you're sheep, and all that stuff. And I was just like... Like oh, if, yeah. if people want to wear a mask, I've worn a mask today. You know, um, I walked in here. Yeah. I got told it's fine. You don't have to wear. It. I was, took it off to have the mm. conversation, and then, but walking yeah. through like Pride Hill or whatever, I'll definitely wear it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Just, just to. I am. Um, I uh, sold so many masks. In oh yeah, I was going to say you should have. It went absolutely insane. Um, 
I because uh, I sell on not on the high street, so I decided to launch the mask. And I showed I showed my family, and they were like, you know, is the people really going to be wearing masks? You know, <laughs> what do you think? And I was like, well, I'm going to give it a go anyway. Boris did his speech. Oh my God, I was literally ping, 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 and I. <laughs> it was one of the most crazy moments of my life. I just had to get anyone who would help me pack. and uh, Luckily, they were made locally in Wales, and they did an amazing job. But um, when I started trying to publicise them on uh, Facebook, I shared a thing about them. They won't have any of it. In fact, I had people saying, you know, they were calling them muzzles, and they, it, was, it was really weird because I... I was trying to respond, but there was a lot of talk about, and I didn't really understand mm. the political side of it. I still don't really. It's such a, it's such a toxic place at the moment. Facebook. You mm. can put like, the sky is blue, and people will be like, <laughs> how dare you tell yes. me how I should view the sky? You know. <laughs> I know. So it made me a bit nervous. I wasn't really sure what they thought I was trying to do. So. I mean, we spoke to Amy. She created her own company during um, during the pandemic. Masks by Amy, right? Mm. And I got her on because I thought this is a young girl. She started doing this thing. Mm. She was working in textiles, and all of a sudden, bam! She had this business, and yeah. people needed masks. They were getting in touch with her. She was raising money for the NHS. She was doing these amazing mm. things, but then it just stopped. And I do wonder, like, yeah. what does that do to a person? Like, when it, you know. Well, I must admit, I was selling such a huge amount that I thought this could be the start of another level of my business. But people didn't really come back. Um, and see me as a brand they just saw me as a product which is what often happens when you sell on a platform like not on the high street they just buying the product not the person yeah and um, when people do look me up after that and I mean I had a few orders on my website saying I found you but not you know not as much as I thought I think we were all just panicking <laughs> just you know. Headless chickens yeah. throughout the pandemic and time. Well, hey, we're still in it. We're still in it. I mean, America's like cancelling a lot of gigs at the moment. Australia's gone back into lockdown. Um, there's rises of cases here. I don't know what I don't want to panic the listeners, but you know, yeah. we're not over yet. I think you need to be. Don't throw away your masks, people, because you yeah, may need them there's again. There's talk of the jabs now, isn't there? Just so that you know, everybody's gonna. We shall see. We shall see. Mm. All we got to do is be kind to each other and be sensible yes. people. Yeah. Amen. Uh, where can people find you on social media if they want to follow you? Oh, yeah, please follow me. Um, Sheree did this is my uh, main thing, and most people follow me on there uh, because that's where my finished product is. A little insight into me, but mostly my products. But if you want to see the art stuff and what I'm getting up to, that's Sheree Gerard. Um, I'm, all, I'm usually having to spell it out, but you know, that's boring, so just give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and obviously, my website, shereedabest.com. But you know, it's a great website, by the way. You should definitely go and check it out. Thank you. Yeah. Of course, I did a, bit of, a little bit of research before I did this. <laughs> but I, I remember last time as well, like, you know, if you want to make a website, you've got to make it striking, haven't you? Do you know what I mean? So well, I've, I've done it in the past where you get someone to do it and then they they change careers or they go off and you're abandoned. So I thought, right, I've got to step up again. I had to learn how to do it myself. So. Well, this is why I got Web Orchard to make my website for me because I was just like, oh, I'm you. I had a, had a Wix page which I hadn't got the .com for. I was just like, you just go to the the Wix page, and it looked awful. It was terrible. Um. I don't. Know. <laughs> um, well, I'm going to tell you guys about something stuff that's going on. Yeah, um, I'm listening. I'm all ears. So, uh, of course, we're doing Pod Eight, guys. Pod Eight is um, a charity event we're putting together to raise money for Lingen Davis. It's going to be a 24-hour-long podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to start. <laughs> <nine>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, <laughs> I want to tune in about what's going to be the worst point. When do you start? We start at 9 a.m. on the 29th and we finish at 9 a.m. on the 30th. So right, we're going to go so live all the way through. I reckon about 6 a.m. is going to be a bit rope. Or maybe before coffee time. I don't know, maybe constant coffee. It's. <laughs> I think I'm just going to be so glad to be doing it at the time because it's the, the, the plan in the build-up that people don't understand is when it comes to, comes to the schedule, I've messaged people like six or seven weeks ago, I've got a full schedule and they're coming up to me and they're going, oh yeah, we can come on now. And I'm like, we've got a full schedule, what am I supposed to do? Um, so it's it's just a nightmare having to move people around. We, we have managed, I can't announce the guest yet because we, 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 we can't we've got to figure out the times but we've got I, I consider a bit of a coup uh, we've got a guest that I believe is just going to be off the scale nice. so so I'm really excited about that but yes uh, Pod Aid is fantastic I mean we've got our, our sponsors with Reach they've done our, our logos our marketing our PR um, so thanks to them we've got all this going on there's been posts and like uh, I think there's stuff going on in the paper and Shropshire Live we've got on, going on the radio next week you know there's lots of stuff going on for it so watch you, this um, space how are you going to go to like the toilet or whatever <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like uh, I, th- there'll be times because I've got. He's been gone for half an hour. There's a, there's a whole team of us. So I mean, Jamie and, and TS have come up there, ex USUF members of mine, yeah. um, and we've got Shane and Jules, and there's, there's going to be plenty of people there. So if they have to take hold, go for you know, carry on for like half an hour, so I can go out and I can get something to eat, and then I'll come back. Yeah. And, you know, as long as the stream goes for 24 hours, we'll be fine. Yeah, we'll be yeah. fine, I think. Okay. And it's all to raise money for Lingen Davis, you know. Yeah, um, and we're still looking for sponsors. So, guys, uh, what we're doing is we sell sponsored hours. So, a hundred, for a hundred pound, you can have an hour, and we'll be like, "This hour is brought to you by." Ooh, and we'll we'll <laughs> we'll display your logos, and we'll we can play promo videos, and that all of that money goes towards Lingen Davis. We've got twenty-four hours to sell, so that's mm. two thousand four hundred pounds if nice, we sell every yes. single hour. So, if you want to. Um, if you want to sponsor an hour, get in touch via our website, which is uh, podcast.co.uk and that's made for us by Web Orchard. Uh, day is going to be fantastic. I'm really excited. Yeah, about no, it. I'm excited, but I do want to tune in at like the ropiest time, and I'm well, thinking how to do. That. I was thinking of we'll, 7am. I think we're going to be doing reduced to clear, possibly, um, with the guys that are making that film, and um, we're going to do some improv mm. post 24-hour sort of podcast <laughs> improv, which will be fun. Which I'm usually really good at, but after all that... I reckon you'll be buzzing by the end. There'll just be a lull a few hours. Well, I'm trying to think about how I'm going to do this with, like, caffeine. Like, do you know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to go all out at the beginning, that's for sure. No, no, no. Hold it until you're really on the edge, I reckon. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, welcome to the show. Oh, my name's Alex Larkin. I, um, I also do dance classes, you know. Maybe I should... Uh, you need to get your heart pumping at some point. <laughs> yeah, we should do that because, I mean, we've got so many different people coming in. We should do some belly dancing yeah. going. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. How, how often do you, do, you, do you train for your dancing? Do you do it every day, every week? I, I try to do as much as I can fit in. But again, it's a trade-off. You've only got so many hours in the day, haven't you? But I work at Anytime Fitness and writing. Oh, okay. Mm. I need to get my ass moving. I mean, I've lost all this weight. Um, there are plans to go out running. I've worked out routes and stuff. It's just getting the confidence to go out there and out on the street running. Oh man, running! I've tried it. I just can't keep it up. Just I just want to. I want a, a, a gym to go and just, just because yeah. I used to be so fit. Genuinely, I used to work out like five times a week, run five k a day, and also I had a six pack. Should I, I be that. saying how well you're looking on here? I think I mentioned it before you start recording. <laughs> I feel, I feel <laughs> like I've got a case of body dysmorphia because I look at myself in the mirror. I'm kind of like. Ugh. But then I look on the scale I'm, and my, you know, the clothes I'm wearing now, yeah. I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm doing too bad. Yeah, yeah, you're doing good. It's all about believing in yourself. Thank you very much. I appreciate <laughs> it. 
Also, guys, before we get out of here, I want to tell you about my radio show. Every every Thursday at 7 p.m., I do Naughty Talk. N O U G H T I E. Yeah, do you know? I didn't know it was that naughty for ages. I thought it was N A U G H T. Ah, <laughs> see, there you go. Because it's a play on. It's a silly thing. I shouldn't have done that, really, because it is spelt wrong, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's memorable. Yeah, yeah, well, once you remember it. But, um, you know, guys, if you do want to. It's, so the, the music is uh, sort of not safe for work because they let us play the swearing music which is fine which is cool um, so if you can listen to that just don't listen to it around the kids if you know. <laughs> we won't bleep out the music but yeah Naughty Talks my radio show please tune in Thursdays at 7pm every week so where do we find that? it's on Splash Damage Radio um, you can download the Zeno app Z-E-N-O Zeno is an app right. you download it and then you can follow Splash Damage Radio for the app and then so you can listen to it I need oh. to write that in my bullet journal yes <laughs> I need to find a bullet journal um, well this has been fantastic thank you so much for chatting thank to me you. I, I said it was going to be half an hour and we've gone over half an I hour I'm so. sure you can delete all the rubbish there's no rubbish in there <laughs> it's all great even the grinders keep them in thank you very much Cherie you've been You're a welcome. great welcome thank um, you this has been the Shoes Bispic podcast uh, we'll catch us next time peace out guys yeah.